You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 136. Today, my guest is Anna Kupish from Software Limited. Welcome, Anna. Hello. I'm really happy that I can be here with you today. Fabulous. And our topic is pricing for success. And I think that's something a lot of people get wrong. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how we're going to price our businesses for success. Okay, sure. So as you already know, my name is Anna Kupish. Basically, and the most important thing is that I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. I'm a business owner with experience in different businesses like real estate, beauty businesses, or IT sector. However, what's really important is that more than 10 years ago, I was nearly broke because of very silly situation. My businesses had high revenues, but at the same time, no profit. And some of them even generated loss. And this is how it all really started. I started to recalculate all my projects, all the businesses, because I've realized that the pattern of setting the price or calculating the price, how, for example, big corporations do that, like it doesn't work for me. And what I can see that for small business owners or even, you know, very often when I now talk to businesses that are like seven figures, it's also not really good for them to follow this old-fashioned way of approaching the price calculation. So that is why I decided to share what I've learned and how it all started and how you can approach price calculations so you can price yourself, you can price your product and you can price your services for success. So I think that this is the really important element if we want to succeed in the market. So this is my story. I share what I've learned because I remember myself 10 years ago, I had two little kids and I remember that I thought, well, I graduated from economics. Like I know how to calculate. I'm good with that. So what's going on? Why it doesn't work for me? I figure out and now here I am. And I think that's so true. Sometimes people just look at the income coming in and think, well, I'm making lots of money. And then they look at their bank accounts and there's not lots of money in there because they're spending just as much money, sometimes for good things and sometimes just for the sake of spending. So we really do need to be looking at that revenue, but we absolutely need to be looking at that profit. That's true. You know, the huge problem is that we really do not calculate all the costs that we have in the business. We also want to sell. We want to sell more, sell more and sell more and sell more. And this was me also more than 10 years ago. I just was so focused on selling. And I forgot that if you don't have margin on your product or services, or you think that you have margin, but it is eaten by different costs, then you generate loss with each product or each service that you sell. So this is why I think it's so important. Well, first of that we know what is the right definition of the price because we are used to thinking that, well, we just set the price and we are not even thinking that about that price consists out of two elements. The one is the unit cost of each of our product and service. 
The second is margin, and we need to calculate both of them, and we need to calculate both of them separately. And then if we calculate the unit cost properly, and by calculating the unit cost properly, I mean here, you know, taking into account not only like the production cost, because the old-fashioned way of thinking about the unit cost is just thinking about the cost of all the components that you need in order to produce something, or you think only about the cost of time you spend with your clients, but you're not thinking about your fixed cost, you're not thinking about your investment costs. And then the, you force the margin to cover all the fixed costs, including salary for us, for us as business owners. Then we are forcing the margin to cover different investment costs. And then at the end of the month, like the account is empty, there's no money, there's no profit that we could really invest in the company, that we could invest in the marketing budget. So this is what I say, like start with changing the way you think about the price. Price consists out of two elements. Start calculating both of them. And when you calculate the unit cost, think not only about the production cost, transportation cost, but also remember that if the margin is about to generate the profit, the pure profit for your company, then the cost unit uh, or unit cost, let's call it like both ways, then the unit cost needs to cover certain percentage of your fixed cost, certain percentage of your investment cost, but also certain percentage of your own salary. But we're so used to thinking that we will pay ourselves just out of the profit, but there's no profit. And then we struggle financially again. <laughs> Yes. And I think that's where a lot of small business owners go wrong is they forget that they actually need to pay themselves because we shouldn't be trying to live on thin air. So we do need to make sure that there is profit, but that needs to be after our wages, not before our wages, as you've just said, because if there is no profit, then there's no wages either. So you really do need to make sure that you are pricing correctly. And the other thing that people need to look at is pricing their services for their services, not what the person down the road's doing or the big companies, because as we know, especially the big companies, it's all about volume. So they can afford to do things cheaper than we can, but is theirs a bespoke service and is theirs going to actually do what our A-class client needs? And sometimes we price ourselves too low. So not only are we not pricing for success, not making a profit, but we're not attracting our A-class clients because we couldn't possibly be doing it for that sort of money. And in the end, we won't be doing it for that sort of money. Oh, and it's extremely important thing here because this is true. Uh, entrepreneurs undercut their prices from the very beginning. They're just so afraid that they won't have clients, that they won't manage to sell at a decent price. I'm not even talking about, you know, high ticket price. I'm talking about decent price. They're so afraid of it and they want to sell. They want their products to be out there. They want to bring the value to the market. Sometimes they really want to change the local communities. They really want to change the situation of different type of people but again we need to distinguish there is a charity and all the organization and profit organization that gather money and they want to help the people and there's the business and I don't want to say that in the business you can't help and you, that you can't have like products that are lower priced. But first, you need to take care of yourself. It's like during the flight, when you, uh, you're you on the plane, you listen to this people saying, first, put your mask on your face, then help others because you need to be conscious. Yes. And the same is in your business. First, you need to be able to feed yourself, to feed your family. So you can then help others if you just work and this is like an expensive hobby, unfortunately, then sooner or later, you will end up burnt out, frustrated, you won't help anybody, you will need to help. 
Yes, because you will be like really deeply depressed. So this is extremely important. The other thing is that you also said that big companies can afford lower prices because they have a high sales volume. And the business is a game of two elements, the sales volume and margin. If you have a great marketing budget, then you can play with this sales volume. Yes, you can invest in the sales volume unless you have, of course, at least $1 margin. Because even in corporations, they need to do all the calculations such way that there is at least one dollar or one pound or one euro margin because if there's not then they will generate loss however we as small businesses we cannot afford really having just one dollar margin we need to have really great margins and here what i would like also entrepreneurs to be aware of corporates or big companies they do not target really wealthy people Yes, only like some of them, but the majority of them target middle class or even people with lower budgets. However, we can target wealthier people. We can have a higher margin. And here, very often, I have this question or this comment, oh, yes, but my competition has lower prices. My clients will go to my competitors. Well, no. Imagine that, for example, we have Lego and all the kids all over the world wants to play with Lego. And I remember seven years ago, also my son wanted to have a beautiful set of Lego that was really expensive. I mean, really expensive if I decided to buy it in this beautiful store that sells only Lego. And it was beautiful with drinks and everything for kids. I would have to pay something like $300 for this set. Then in another store, I found the same Lego, but for $250. And then online, it was possible to buy it for $200. And then it was also possible to buy it even for $180, just because something was wrong with the packaging. So as we can see, all of them target different clients with exactly the same product. However, the experience while buying is totally different. Yes. So there is no quality when it comes to customer service when you're buying a product online with the damaged packaging. And there is a beautiful customer service when you're going to the official store with all the colorful toys there and the drinks and everything for the kids. So we can see such situation in the market. Then also we can have exactly the same problems of different client segments with a little bit different way, providing more value and providing better customer experience and people want to pay for that and then you can really price your product for success just you need to have the courage to charge more Yes, and I think it's all about the experience, exactly what you said there, is if you buy it online, you maybe have a five-minute experience of going to the shopping cart and putting it in and it not accepting your credit card because you've marked up the CSV and then you're getting frustrated and then you're having to redo it, <laughs> as opposed to several hours playing in that store with the drinks and all of that. So that's definitely worth your extra 150 or whatever dollars or euros or pounds or whatever country you're in to have that experience because not only are you buying the product, but you're also getting the experience. And I think that's where small businesses can really make the difference because we can nurture our clients. We can give them the after-sales service. We can give them that experience. We can get to know them and give them that community. And particularly in the times that we're living in, sometimes that is just all it takes to make the difference, to add that value and to actually listen to them. Well, I think that when it comes to the value, very often this is the game changer for our clients. 
I think that we are tired with low quality products and low quality service. We are just simply tired. Very often we choose to work one-on-one with somebody instead of buying an online course, because we know that when we buy the online course, most of us will never finish it. Yes, because it is like that and we want results. And this is what our clients are paying for, results and the experience that they will have and the quality of the experience. So I think that this is extremely important just to remember about it. I understand that sometimes for business owners or entrepreneurs that are new into the market, they are afraid of calculating the price. So the price really reflects the value that they bring because they do not really feel comfortable with wealthy people. And this is also the huge problem that I see while uh, talking to different business owners. We think that if we cannot afford such a service, then nobody will buy it. Or if we cannot afford such a product, then nobody will buy it. But then very often I say, well, look, the man that is selling you a great car, like Bentley, for example, can this person afford Bentley? Well, if this is the owner of this place, maybe, but the salesperson, probably not. It's all about feeling also comfortable with people that today are wealthier than we are because, well, we want to be also as wealthy as they are because then we can make a difference. First of all, we can make a difference to our family and then we can make a difference to other people if we want to, of course, if this is our life mission, then yes. And here we also come to something that is, for example, very important for me because I would like business owners to understand that, especially when they are new to the market, they have to start with higher prices. They have to start with quality product and services just to jump to this successful level, especially when it comes to building their own wealth. Because usually when we start the business, we are first on this secure level. We have like another job, we have some savings, so we feel safe. But then when we start doing the business, there are two ways. Either we start with those low-priced items and we don't have money for the marketing budget. So we start struggling financially and we will go down to survival level because sooner or later we will run out of the savings and we quit the job. Or there's the second path. We will have high margins, great products, and we will jump to the success level. And then we will generate money for marketing, we will generate money for outsourcing, we will generate money for employing people and investing in our company. And then the road to heaven will start because you will have money, you will have your private income, and you can choose what you want to do. You can live the lifestyle you want to live, you can help people if you want to, you can donate money to different charities. This is the life and this is the goal I always would like my clients to accomplish. So this is the ultimate goal. I have the choice, the choice what I can do with my life and how I I can influence the life of others in this positive way, of course. Then, yes, we need to have this courage to choose better products, products that really solve the problem of our clients that are not like, you know, scratching the surface, but just really solve the problem. They solve the problem with the quality and then the price will attract right clients. This is something you also said that just we simply do not attract the right clients because price itself is a kind of way of positioning your products and services and your brand on the market. So if you have lower prices, you will attract people that can afford lower prices. If you have higher prices, then you will attract people that can afford higher prices. Like it's only a matter of time. Yes, that's so true. And quite a few things you said there are really very relevant. I love your analogy about the salesman selling the Bentley. He wouldn't be able to afford the Bentley. And going back to what you said about charity before was that the people that are running those charities, 
they are paid and they are paid exceptionally well in a lot of cases. And if you're looking at somewhere to give back, there's places like B1G1, which is a place where you actually give money to charities of your choice, but you give a separate set figure to the admin. So you know how much of it's going to the administration and you know how much of it is going to the charities of your choice. And in my other business, Catco Enterprises, we give 1% of our revenue to 12 charities that we've chosen. So making more money means that you can actually make a bigger difference. So never be scared to raise your prices because you don't think that people should be paying them because if they're not paying you, they'll pay someone else. And if you're giving a percentage of your revenue and profit to a charity, then it's a win-win all the way around. Yes, that's true. And this is why I always encourage entrepreneurs just to start with higher prices. And I know that it can be scary, especially if you launch a product and this is a new product and you don't have testimonials and the social proof. Then I say, okay, then just take one person out of your like ideal client segment, the wealthy client segment, offer this product to this one person in return for testimonial and in return for two recommendations, at least to other people that can buy the product. Then you will have the testimonial. Yes, you will have the social proof, but you will also have two recommendations to people from your ideal client segment that probably will buy yes because if you have a testimonial press recommendations then you have clients so just do not afraid to start already with the right prices and what I also witnessed in the past was that one of my clients decided to start selling at the right price but then she got so afraid that of course there was the official price on the website and everything but then when she was talking to the client she started offering discounts and the best thing is that when I was working with her I told her one thing look when it comes to wealthy people when it comes to people maybe not even wealthy people but when it comes to people that want quality they know that if you offer a discount, then probably you also force them to resign from the quality. They do not believe that you will deliver what you promise if you start with discount or promotions or whatever. It's better if you call it like a beta product or whatever, yes? But do not start with discounts only because, and I think this is important, you don't believe in your product, so you don't believe in yourself. And I think this is also extremely important because I even created a tool that can recalculate prices for you. So taking into account all your numbers, it will show you the proper unit cost and it will show you the proper margin. However, what's the point, even if you know the right prices for your products, if your mindset is not really ready to implement it because your self-confidence is too low, you don't believe in your selling skills, you don't believe in the value that you're bringing, that it is important. So then you start lowering the price just in case so you feel safe again. So this is all also about the comfort zone. It's not only about calculations. They are extremely important. When you know all the numbers, then it's more difficult to sell below costs because you know that it makes no sense. But still, you need also work on your mindset. You need to work on your self-esteem, self-confidence. You need to believe in yourself and in the value that you're bringing that it is important. If you don't, you will start selling at lower prices. And I love that too, where you said about knowing your break-even cost, because when you do start discounting, you're discounting your value and undermining your confidence. But if you know exactly what it is costing you to sell that service, then there's no way you're going to drop below that. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, and particularly service providers, because it's their time, it's their knowledge, it's their worth. And they think, oh, well, I can drop that a little bit. So do you have any advice for people who are just selling 
selling pure services rather than products on how they might calculate what they should be charging? I would advise them first to calculate how much money they need in order to live the lifestyle they want to live. So how much money they need for the next 12 months to have maybe not luxurious life, but nice life, comfortable life. So they do not have to say no when they look at the possibility of going to to spa or to have a massage three times per week or to buy something to their kids. So just they simply can afford nice life. And if they really calculate all the bills that they have, monthly bills, quarterly bills, if they add all the expenses connected, Christmas, holidays, all unexpected expenses, plus all those pleasures that we really want to have in our life, the small pleasures, because this is not something like you will start buying diamonds and other gemstones for yourself. Yes, we are talking about small pleasures that make our life colorful. Then they will see that they need, this is the case of all of my clients. First, they say that they need only $5,000 per month. When we start calculating, they say, oh, I need something like eight. Then we see that they need at least 10. Then add the tax on top of it and then add all the fixed costs of your business everything, including all the investments of the course that you would like to do within the next 12 months, add everything, and you will have the absolute minimum revenue that you have to bring into the company. And if you have the absolute minimum revenue that consists out of your salary and the tax, and it consists also out of all the fixed costs, including all the contractors, everything, marketing budget, everything that you need for a year, then you have the absolute minimum financial goal. And this is also the absolute minimum revenue that you need to bring into the company divided by the number of clients you got last year and you will have the price, the absolute minimum price of your product or rather of your service. It's not so difficult. If you have only one service, it's really easy. And I just gave you the recipe how to calculate the absolute minimum price so you can have your salary for the really nice, decent life and that you can cover all the expenses and all the investments within the next 12 months. I've never heard of it put like that. That is just absolutely brilliant. And then work out how many weeks a year you want and then divide that by how many hours and then you've got your hourly rate and then work that into your package because we don't want to be working on hourly rates. We want to be working on packages. So make that into your package. That is fantastic. I really like that. Okay, so you talked about you have a tool to calculate it out for a product. So where can people find that tool? Well, first of all, even before you go to the tool, I would advise you to take the quiz on seven most common mistakes that we as entrepreneurs make when it comes to calculating the price. So this is the first thing, because if you have just one product or one service or like two products, two services, after taking the quiz, seeing your results and watching for videos that will explain you how to fix them, it is very likely that you won't need my help and you won't need the help of my tool. However, still, If after taking the quiz, watching the videos, you feel a little bit lost, then yes, on my website, you can read about the tool. It is called Business Medic. And you can always schedule a 40-minute pricing session with me or rather pricing meeting. We will just talk about your situation. If the tool is right for you, if not, because it's not great for all of the businesses, sometimes it needs to be customized a little bit. Sometimes there is no possibility to customize it. So we can check. Maybe it will be a great fit for you, but if not, then you will just go with handful tips of how to approach calculations in your business and how to approach pricing in your business. Wonderful. And can you tell our listeners where they can get the quiz? Yes, just simply go to the website anakopish.com slash quiz and that's it. Fantastic. And we will put the spelling of that in the show notes for everybody. So that will make it easy. 
So do you have any last tips that you would like to give our audience, Anna? This is my motto and I hope that it will be also valuable for you. Just remember that running a business is all about thriving. It's not about surviving. We run business to thrive and to allow other people to thrive. So just thrive and do not struggle financially. Fantastic. Thrive is one of my most favorite words. So really appreciate that. So now we're down to the final five. Can I ask you five final questions? Sure. Okay, what is the best advice you've been given to by a mentor? 12 years ago, my mentor, when I was like, this was the moment when I had problems with cash flow, my mentor said to me, sit down and make a decision that you will figure it out what you need to do. You have all the tools, you have your brain, you're talented, you have all the skills, you just need to, first of all, believe in yourself and then make a decision that you will be thriving again and then do it. Fantastic. What is the biggest help that you have received since starting your business? The biggest help that I've received, it was from my mom, because I remember that when I was about to start the business, I had a little bit of doubt if I managed. And then I remember my mom saying, who if not you? Who else if not you? This is the question that whenever now I have any doubts if I manage because like I started to run different, bigger projects. And yes, sometimes I also have doubts when it comes to myself. Then this is the question that comes back to me. And this is the greatest help because then I know, yes, who else if not me? Like I can do it. Excellent. What is the one thing that you have to do every day? You're non-negotiable. My movements, all about moving my body and taking care of my body because I sit a lot, I travel a lot and uh, something that is non-negotiable, it is at least 20 minutes of different movements that will keep my body mobile, that will keep my body fit. Love it because yes, sitting is the Western world's major problem these days. What is your favorite business book and why? I think that my favorite one will be The Profit First. Ah, very good. Very good. I couldn't agree more with what he wrote there. And yes, this is my favorite one. Yes, I'm a big fan of Profit First. And yes, need to get into reading the others as well, Clockwork and Pumpkin Patch and so forth. Started in the middle. But, oh, well, that's okay. That was the most important one for me at the time. What do you wish you had known when you started out? How to calculate the prices. (laughs) (laughs) And I would avoid the whole drama that I had to go through 12 years ago, to be honest, and the life would be easier. But then you wouldn't be who you are today. So excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time, Anna. And we'll drop all those links in the show notes so that people can get to the website. So the website is Anna, dot com. So we'll drop that in the show notes and we appreciate your time and your wisdom. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. 
and SPT community, enjoy your journey.